0: Welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. I am Dina Sheree. And we are welcoming you back. Um, I know the last time we left off, we talked about possibly digging into Dina's testimony or following up with um, an episode that we're excited about bringing to you all around grief. But we're going to pause on those two and bring you something that's kind of sitting heavy with us right now. Um, so this episode is Arise Beloved, I'm Coming. Okay, <laughs> so we shall get into it. I'll um, share our grounding scripture. And then um, Dina, if you want to fold in with some thoughts about uh, why this is so important, especially now. So yeah. um, if you want to join in reading, we're reading from Isaiah chapter 40 and starting with verse 27. Israel, why then do you complain that the Lord doesn't know your troubles or care if you suffer injustice? Don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. He created all the world. He never grows tired or weary. No one understands his thoughts. He strengthens those who are weak and tired. Even those who are young grow weak. Young people can fall exhausted, but those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not grow weak. That was Isaiah chapter 40, verses 27 through 30. Through 31. Is that yeah. right? That's yes, right.
1: 31. Through 31. Ah. Yeah. in other translations I know you are familiar with those that wait right Mm -hmm. you've heard the scripture so many times so you're Mm -hmm. familiar with you know those that wait those who wait on the Lord Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um and so you know it's so it's so interesting how God brings about a word um for us and and how he connects us even when we have no idea how he's connecting us and yeah, And so um, in petitioning the Lord for what he would have us to say today, you know, it's just like, what, what do you want to, what do you have for the people? Right. And, um, and, and, and immediately I just thought Jesus, the life of Jesus, right. The life of mm-hmm. Jesus. So I said, well, let's just start. Let's just start in Luke one. Let's see what's happening. Right. And we know that John the Baptist came first, right. Like Elizabeth got pregnant with him. She was barren. God blessed mm-hmm. her. You know, we know about Zachariah not believe in the Lord or the angel rather, and he so he wasn't able to speak until the babe mm-hmm. was born, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Elizabeth is carrying John the Baptist. Why is John the Baptist important? Because he prepared the way for the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. He prepared the way. So that's why Elizabeth was, became pregnant before Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Prepared the way of the Lord. And so mm-hmm. there is a process. Mm-hmm. Jesus is Jesus. Right, right, Jesus, Jesus, you all did mm-hmm. he have to have the way prepared for him? Did mm-hmm. that have to be the way? No, mm-hmm. not really,
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: but that that is what God ordained to be. that's what he set forth was for the way to be prepared for his son, and so right. who are we to think that the way doesn't have to be prepared for us? that there's not a waiting period right, right? and
0: right.
1: so, um. <clears throat> And so that's what pressed upon me is that, you know, you are, and I'll say, I am, I'm waiting for a multitude of things from the Lord. Right. Mm. And and not because I'm just creating things. This is things that God told me, (laughs) either Mm -hmm. through a dream or a vision or Mm -hmm. whatever, like this is coming. Right. And so we know that when God tells us something's coming, we look for it next week we're looking for it in the mail. (laughs) I mean, we are like, where is it, you know? Because we are microwave generation and we're used to getting things the way we want it, how we want it, the temperature we want it, all the good things, right? Yes. Yes. But we're waiting for the husband to find us. Men, you are waiting for the Lord to reveal your wife. You're waiting for your finances Mm -hmm. to get better. You're waiting for that call back for that job. You're waiting for your children, your wayward children to come home. You're you're mm-hmm. just waiting. You're waiting when, you know, the pregnancy test will say that you're pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. You're waiting mm-hmm. to get past a certain point in your pregnancy to signify that you'll carry the full term. We're we're all waiting
0: mm-hmm. for
1: something.
0: Yes. We're yes. all waiting.
1: And, you know, it's um, funny.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was hey, a delay no, again. Ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's funny that we are talking about this very thing, and it reminded me of um, something that happened recently. Because my um, car was broken into a while ago, and um, <laughs> my purse was stolen. Right? Don't ask me why. Like I, in my mind, I thought the purse was in the house with me. I didn't realize I had left it in the car, but somewhere in the midst of things, it was there. So someone had taken my my bag and um it was a work bag actually taking the bag had tried to take all the cards and everything out of it um and then some of the things had been returned to me by neighbors who knew you know knew where we lived and hey this was in the middle of the street and so um i had the, my wallet and i thought most of my identification pieces i had and things and um at some point along the way i had to use my social security card and, um, had, I didn't think it was in my wallet, but it must've been because it wasn't with my documents in the house. So I'm like, okay, I need another social security card. I go to start that process. And when you check in, they give you a number. So I'm sitting down in this, you know, how it is whenever you go to the DMV or social security, anything, it's like everybody and their mama is in there. So I'm sitting there. I have brought something to read. So I'm reading, And uh, a guy tapped me on the shoulder and he's like, you know, hey, did you make an appointment? And I said, no, you know, I just showed up. I didn't make an appointment. And he was like, oh, okay. because what we found out, obviously, the people who made appointments were prioritized. Right. And then the numbers would show on the kiosk. So you knew when your your time was coming. And so I was like a 125. I'm the last person that had come into the room. And there's a room full of people. Right. So I'm only sitting there. I probably had read one page of my book and then they called my number and everybody kind of gasped like, like, how did she get her number called? And that's out of order. So the the security officer had to explain (laughs) to the whole room as I'm getting up, Hey, people have different things that they're here for. And some things don't take a lot of time or expedited or whatnot. So that's why the numbers won't be called in order. Okay. Why is this important? (laughs) Lord, this blessed me because it blessed me first of all, because I did not want to be up in there long. Right. Right. But when I heard him say that, and I just thought about this is how we do life. And this is how we, we expect God to move, right? We expect it to be in order. We expect, you know, comparing yourself with somebody else. Well, I've been doing this for this long and I've been expecting this and they just started that and that happened to them, but it didn't happen to me yet. And I've been waiting on God and you get discouraged. Like you start questioning things, right? Like, is God hearing me? Has he heard my prayer? Does he know what I'm trying to, you know, get accomplished here? Like, is he, does he care? And that's what this passage right. started with It's like, Oh, he knows. He knows your troubles. He knows everything. And he's, he's just saying, wait on me. Like I'm, I'm coming for you. I already have it prepared. Don't, you can't look at what's logical when you're expecting me to move. You can't think, oh, okay, we're at a 105 and I'm at a 125 from what I can tell. So I gotta right. wait for X amount of people to be called before it's my turn. That's not what is it. that's not how he moves. That's just right. not how he moves.
1: And that's just it. I mean, I and I love that that happened and how God brought this together because we certainly did not talk about that. We did <laughs> Your not. testimony, but any good. We did not. <laughs> um But um, it made me think about time, right? Mm-hmm. Kairos and Kronos, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Time. And so We are in Kronos, right? Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock or so in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. That is not how God functions.
0: Exactly. Right?
1: Time is just to be a blessing to us, to help us in the earth. That is not how he functions, right? And so when we think about God's going to be too late or he's not Mm going to be on time or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, he'll, you know, like, um, I'm getting evicted. He's going to, I, you know, you came too late. I've already been evicted. I've already lost mm-hmm. the car. I've already, these things have already happened. You're too late. And it makes me, it reminds me of a story because there was a man that died. It was a good friend hey. of Jesus that died.
0: Yes, it was.
1: He died. Yes. And when he finally arrived to see Lazarus, right? hmm It was a man that came out and said, Lord, if you would have been here, you could have mm-hmm. kept this thing from happening. Right, distraught, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. upset, Jesus wept. That's yeah. what the Bible said. He cried yeah. over the death of Lazarus. Right, but then what happened? Mm-hmm. Lazarus was resurrected. Mm-hmm. He wasn't too late. Right, there was a thing that had to be done.
0: Yes, there was a greater
1: purpose. There was a greater thing to be seen. Yes, right. They meet, mm-hmm. he he had to die. Lazarus mm-hmm. had to go through that process. He Mm -hmm. had to be wrapped up in burial clothes. He had to go through that process. Right. Because it wasn't about Lazarus. There you go. It's like your situation is not about you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's some things in you. Listen, I feel like I'm about to shout, so I'm going to try to get it together. Because I'm preaching to you (laughs) and I'm preaching to me. Okay. I'm preaching, I'm (laughs) preaching, I'm preaching. It's back in his boomerang. (laughs) There's some things that have to die off in your waiting. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. There's some
1: things that are active and alive right now that ain't going to fly in this Mm. other season, this next level, the new plateau, whatever cliche thing we want to say, it's not going to work there. It doesn't work Mm -hmm. there, Mm y'all, but it's alive and well in you today. And Mm -hmm. it has to die off. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes the waiting is about that thing dying off in you.
0: Yes. Yes. And and,
1: and so that, so that you can be ready for your Mm -hmm. new season.
0: Take it away. (laughs) Come on. Come on. I mean, and you know what, what we tend to, I mean, I know people make the reference of like the bag lady, right? Like when you have all these things that you're carrying around with you, um, Mm -hmm. how do you have room? Like, so there are certain things that I'll just say we're, we're able to share these things, especially about this season, because we have, have been in a that that whole text from the Israelites like I could have written that right like do you know what troubles i'm going through do you not see the injustices like but to so when you think about the things that he's saying like when he's speaking through the word to us and then you'll start hearing him speak to you directly yeah and he kept saying these words i heard it dina heard it make room make room make room. Well, what does that mean? Right. Like, so I began to see what he meant by that. Right. Because you got to clear out, you got to clear out things that are weighing you down. Like you have to clear out the things that are not allowing you to rise. Right. Yes. There's no way that you can keep weights on you. Right. Right. The things that so easily come upon you, right. And, and weigh you down. You have right. to be vigilant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vigilant, like about making sure dead weight is not a part of your journey. Right. Because it and... determines how you move, right. It determines yeah. the rate, the speed in which you're able to move. And so as we're We say wait upon the Lord, but he's also waiting on us, right? He's waiting on us to do what we're supposed to do. We got to drop the weights so that we can make room for what's needed in our new season.
1: Right. Because the Bible tells us, you know, it's in Hebrews. I was pulling that up really quickly. Hebrews 12 and 1, wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with great, so great, a cloud of witnesses, let us Mm -hmm. lay aside every weight every weight that so
0: easily besets us easily like just easy that and that's why it says it's easy that's why it says it's easy because it's easy for the weight to get on you it's easy for you to be in this season we're recording this in December right this is December 4th is it the 4th today it's the (laughs) 5th the 5th okay the (laughs) 5th let me get with the day it's December 5th and you know we we're in this holiday season and yeah. a lot of weights are on people, right? It, the weights of expectation, like to maybe you're the person that everybody relies on to get everything together and cook for the family and bring everybody together. Maybe you're thinking about all the things that you're, you need to do, should be doing for your kids or for family members or whatever. Like mm-hmm. those are weights, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. you have weights of expectation, Right. What well, we started off with, you've been expecting right. these things, and you hoped for it's almost like this this um really stark contrast of you begin to like compare years or time period, so yeah. you're like at this time last year, I remember I was believing God for this, and I still haven't gotten it. you know what I mean right. like i I hoped by this time I would have that thing or I would be in a different space or. A different place, and God is saying, "And but I'm still here, right. and I, I'm coming." Right, like right. the way is being prepared. When you think about right. this, I'm just gonna back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. When we started talking about the fact that John the Baptist had to prepare the way for Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when Jesus actually appeared and came to John the Baptist, John the Baptist had to be ready to baptize Jesus, right? But he was so focused on the last season in which he was proclaiming that the Christ was coming, that Jesus is coming, right? That he was almost not ready for this new season in which he was like, I'm not, you should be baptizing me. Like, I'm not even worthy of undoing your sandals. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, he had to get to the new season, right? And so I I guess I'm saying that because some of the weights that we need to drop are expectations that we've created that God was not a part of, right? Like some of the things, some of the desires, like it says that he will give us the desires of our heart. And I believe that that means not only does he bless you with the desires that you have but he'll actually implant the desire into your heart right and so I think we have to like really do the hard work of of asking God like is this is this still something you have for me like has that season passed am I in a new season now should I be believing yeah. you for something different you know what I mean yeah. so like that and that's tough because you may be so headstrong and hell bent on, this is what I yeah. wanted. And he's saying, yeah. I want you to be heaven minded. I want you to be yeah. kingdom minded. And so right. some of these things, maybe I I, I do want that for you, but not right now. That yeah. that's, that's not the plan for right now. And that's right. tough to let that die. As you were saying, Dina, to let some of these dreams that are not God dreams to die. Like this isn't of yeah. God. So I'm not right. in it. So I can't, don't expect me to prepare the way for that because that's not what I have for you. Right. And that's just it. I feel like I was actually going to say
1: the very same thing about, you know, we are supposed to be praying, right? The heart of God. Well, how do we Mm -hmm. do that? We have Mm -hmm. to read your Bible and you got to be in prayer and you got to have a relationship Mm -hmm. with him so that Mm -hmm. he downloads within you. What he has for you, what he wants for you, so that you can start praying that thing back to him, right? And That's so. It. A lot of times, yes. what we want is not what God wants for us. It's not what mm-hmm. God has for us, and mm-hmm. we don't want to surrender that thing to Him. We don't, and, and we get knocked up against our heads so many times,
0: and eventually, so at some times. point,
1: you're like, "Okay, Lord, whatever." Oops, upside I gotta do. the head.
0: Oops, upside, Oops upside up the head. And, and love me
1: so many times
0: because He's like, "I never, I never wanted that for you. That is not never. for you." And and. I I I want to come against, and I don't even know why. This is probably the last thing I'm going to say on this podcast (laughs) because this just came up so like heavy in my spirit that there are some people. I'm 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 leaning towards saying women, but I think men do it too. But you have created in your mind a person. Mm -hmm. Make it an avatar, if you will, of who you think you're supposed to be with. Yeah. You hear me say that and you probably think I'm talking about single people. I'm not just talking about single people. I'm also talking about those who are married and you assume that your person is supposed to be a certain way. Right. Yeah. This is how I think a lot of people get (laughs) tripped up because you're trying to create the person in your mind. So you're expecting that. So some of you have already like counted out people who God have actually put before you and wants you to consider. Right. Yeah. And it's your choice. Obviously God's not going to put anybody on you. Right. But I think even then we have to, we have to let those expectations that list that you may have created that God wasn't in it. <laughs> let that die. If you have a partner and you're literally like, you have this idea of what this person supposed to be like then they're not quite that. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean that God even put that there. That's something you've generated, right? Yeah, we pray right. for the people around us. We pray for everybody to grow into their best selves. That we're we're praying that we are that 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 image. We're emanating God's image, right? Yeah. And that's a process. That happens over time. And so He's asking us to lay aside those weights, the weight of trying to control people, the weight of trying to assume, and this can expand to your kids even, right? I know a lot of parents have expectations that their kids are going to be a certain way or do certain things. Let that die so that the, the true glory of what God has for your child can really rise because everybody's not meant to do the same things, right? We were created to be unique right. individuals and everybody's path won't look the same. And so we have to let some of these things that are just really, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating on saying dumb, but dumb, die, let, let dumb die, right? Because if it didn't come from God and it says every good and perfect gift comes from God, let it die. Yeah, that's
1: just it. And, and it does it, like you said, you know, it's funny because two things, I'm in my 20s, right? You know, I was single and I was like, my Mm -hmm. husband, this is, this is after God had told me I was going to be a a, a wife and a mother. So I'm like, where is he? And in my, in my waiting, I decided I was going to create a list of a hundred things, Kish.
0: One (laughs) hundred. One hundred. Okay. I took the time out to create a list
1: of one (laughs) hundred things that I wanted my husband to be, or to have characteristics. Yes. The list, the list. Okay. One of those things, let me just tell you one thing on that list that I remember. One of those things was I wanted him to ride horses. Why? Why?
0: Why? Tina, wait, wait, wait. See, this is the crazy part is we will spiritualize that, right? We'll say, hey, God said be specific. I'm being specific. I want him to ride <laughs> Of course. I don't even know why. I have never been uh, on a horse. Wow. I've been in pro-
1: Listen, there was a desire, like, "Ooh, riding a horse seems fun. Seems like that'd be something." So I want him to ride a horse. I like that's not even anything I do. I don't even. everybody I don't even even got it. counted out. That's not it's- my lifestyle. Why does he have to know how to ride a horse to be with me? Doesn't make.
0: See what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Because Jesus even rode in like.
0: on a donkey, so maybe Listen, it was. The-
1: <laughs> Listen, let dumb die. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was dumb,
1: and I don't even know why. So, oh God! Um, and I had to laugh, right? Because as life goes on, you and I, because I like to keep stuff, and so I think it's finally gone. But I went back one day, and I was like, "Look at this crazy list."
0: I mean, Dina, this so is what I, I'm saying. You're not the like only one. You're not alone. Right? Do know that,
1: right? There's some non-negotiables, right? <laughs> right. But those right. non-negotiables were, were, you know, I probably like five to ten, maybe, and I don't even know if it was that much, right? And I just, I was like, no wonder God didn't show up. Because what?
0: Oh, what? oh gosh. Here's the thing. You hilarious. know what the funny thing
1: is? Now, years later, I'm actually allergic to horses. I can't even be around them. How about that? You
0: see? You I'm see? actually
1: allergic to horses.
0: <laughs> I can't. Well, I'll tell you. So it was funny because I had a similar list. Not, mm-hmm. and it wasn't before I got married the first time, but after I got a divorce, I was like, okay, maybe I got this wrong because I wasn't like specific to my prayers. Like, let me just make sure it's all there. But I was petty. Like my list was super petty because it was literally like, I was like, okay, everything that he is, was that I didn't like or whatever. I'm adding that to this list. And so I had stuff on there that didn't even like, I'll give an example. One of them was he can't be a coach. Like it wasn't just what he could be. It's what he can be. So I said he cannot, absolutely cannot be a coach. Well, guess what? My my husband is a coach. And if I had used that, and I did in the beginning, like I, I, I paused on even getting to know him when I found out that he was a coach because of that. I was like, mm, can't be it. You can't be the one because <laughs> that you can't be sent of God because of that. And that's a huge thing for me. But then God had to do a a real like open your eyes, kish, for me because I realized that's from your pain, you know, like that. Where I'm not in that. I never said that this was the reason or no. That's that's a part of the pain speaking, and pain can turn into petty real quick. You know what I mean? And so, if you're not understanding that there's pain that can turn mm-hmm. into petty, that will keep you yeah. from purpose, that is real. And so that let die, d- uh, dumb die or get rid of the petty stuff is so important because it is on, on the other side of that is purpose, is destiny. And so we have to be aware of that and do that work. Because if we don't, yeah. we're blocking our own blessings. You're like waiting upon yeah. the Lord and he's like, I can't even get what I'm trying to get to you because you haven't gotten over your mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't surrendered yourself to me. And you know, mm-hmm. on a very, very serious note, I was sitting here and you know, because a lot of this is the root of this is about control. You want to control. There it is. You wanna you wanna be in control of when God comes through.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Because you're
1: looking at things happening in the Kronos, you're like, hey, if you don't come through right now, this this is not right. gonna work, right? Right. And so anything that you put above God is idolatry. Mm-hmm. So if you're seeking God for that husband, that wife, and you mm-hmm. are like, come through God, come through God, you know, and you're so focused on that and you're not really looking to Jesus. You're only looking to him to bring it through, but everything else you're not seeking him about. Right? That's idolatry. Right. That's you're it. Now, you're now, you're worshiping. The soon to be husband, the soon to be wife, right? Mm-hmm. If all you can focus on is becoming pregnant or having the baby or whatever, whatever it is you all, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's idolatry. It's and that's becoming, tough to hear, but
0: it's real. Yeah, but
1: it's real. You know, and mm-hmm. and and. But here's the thing: it ain't new. The children Israel, right? How many times? Hey, here's a calf over here, and here's this golden such and such. Every time you look around, they were, was erected some.
0: You know what I mean?
1: So yes. this is not a new thing. This is something yep. that we yep. as a people are challenged with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to surrender that. We also have to repent. Yeah, yeah. right. We have to turn away from that, right? Because mm-hmm. he said, "You will now, you will not have any gods before me. I am mm-hmm. jealous over you. Who you worship in a what?" a yes. husband, right, yes. a wife, a baby, a yes. job, an apartment, yes. a house, a car.
0: What for and for why? And, because what and, does it do? And what does it do? And that's the fact. I mean, I feel like when you hear those stories about erecting a a golden calf and whatever you like, huh? Like what 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 why? was going right. on in their minds to do that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we are essentially doing the same things. We're erecting These things, these people, these ideas, these, you know, thoughts of what we, you know, want to have above God. Like when you start seeking that or chasing that more than him, then that's obvious. That's what it is. It's it's idolatry. And I mean, it's, it's something that I think we've strayed away from in terms of like understanding what that is and what it looks like. And calling it out for what it is. But that's the truth of the matter. If at any point in time, you turn your back away from God because you're mad about something he didn't give you or do for you. That means that thing has more power in your life than God does. Because you're willing to take your frustrations about not getting that thing and distance yourself from your God, (laughs) your creator. Your protector, right, your provider, your healer.
1: That when that comes through, right, you get that thing. You're also okay. turning away because you got it now. And that was the thing right. that you were worshiping to begin with. Exactly. You know what I mean And maybe the very
0: reason why you don't have it. Because <laughs> God is an all knowing God. That's just it. He knows your heart. Yeah. He
1: knows he knows yeah. if you have this thing, he 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 knows what y'all's relationship is gonna look like. Afterwards, right? Yep. So that, yep. so there, so so some more preparation has to be done. Your heart mm-hmm. has to be kneaded and and, and and massaged a little bit more, right? Because he mm-hmm. desires to have a relationship. It's like if you're a parent, or you're a, you have a relationship with anybody, right? Like you tight, right? Mm. Like you just want to talk to him. You, just, wanna, you know, have, yes. just want to, you know, how's it going on with you? How you being? Yes. Right? Just and it hurt it. you. It hurt you if nothing happened and all of a sudden mm-hmm. that person didn't want to talk to you. That person was not mm-hmm. around that person. You'd be like, what did that, what happened?
0: What, but been... they reach out when they need something. Yeah. They reach out when they need something. Y'all know how we yeah. are.
1: Don't, yes. don't call me and you ain't even said, <laughs> uh, hi, bye, nothing and asking me for something. Don't do it. That's how we are. Right. And mm-hmm. here's the thing about God. He like, when we call upon him, right. And aren't mm-hmm. the truth? he's not going to turn away from us but he mm. wants to be in relationship with us. And there is mm-hmm. nothing greater than who he is in our lives. There should be mm. nothing greater. And so I feel like, you know, we. Ha- this is not a one-time thing. This is a weekly, monthly, daily, hourly. You got to check yourself mm-hmm. to see what is superseding above God, above who yes. he is. You know, yes. ask yourself, if I get this thing that I'm petitioning God for, will I still pray like I'm praying? Will, mm-hmm. I, will I fast the way I'm fasting? Because mm-hmm. it's something to fast when things is going well.
0: Yes. True. You know what I'm saying? People True go story. into a
1: fast when when it's like, oh my gosh, this thing had happened and I need to hear from God. And I and you you break into a fast. You break it into fast and yes. prayer. You prostrate. But what is it to fast when you're like, everything's fine. I'm just maintaining. I'm just, mm-hmm. these are preventative measures. You know exactly. Saying? Exactly. Because, you know, my daughter has asthma, which we're praying for healing for from, but Back in the day, she used to have a preventative inhaler and a rescue inhaler. And many mm-hmm. times, right, the preventative was a daily thing. You take the thing daily, right? And then when nice, something would yeah. happen in the spare of the moment, you need the rescue. And many mm-hmm. of us have God, have Jesus in the rescue category.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: don't have him in the preventative. We don't have him as a daily maintenance. Listen.
0: My God, listen. listen. Hey,
1: here's the thing He can be both in. He is, he the is, and he's the rescue. And here's Hello? the thing if he was more on the preventive side, you may not need him to rescue you so much because you've been spending so much time in the preventative.
0: Yes, my God, listen, come on, <laughs> listen. Well, we hope that you have gathered something from this. Um, I do believe this may be one of the episodes we may have some overflow <laughs> that we will share yeah. at some point. But I, I
1: didn't even know the time. I didn't even know.
0: Yes, I mean, but we want to encourage you all. Like, make sure that you understand that he is in this with you, yes. and if he said he's doing it, he's doing it. He's already doing. He's it. He's already. He's already done it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So just, just wait on him. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So be we just
1: in your waiting.
0: In your waiting. There you go. So um really quickly. We um, just pray that you all continue to walk in strength, walk in courage, walk in faith, knowing that God will do what he said he will do. And immerse yourselves in the word, continue to pray, continue to praise, continue to expect. And we look forward to seeing you next time, Um, whether it's the overflow or our next episode um, please yeah. like share subscribe if this bless you please pass it on to somebody else because somebody else that may is. need it just like you did or maybe you didn't and they need it okay all we right so thank you eventually. so much it's, 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 little little. it's coming it's coming <laughs> <laughs> all right till next time guys Kumi sheree bye Kumi sheree